Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And we've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Mercury is going to go retrograde. We've got a full moon coming up and some other things. But before we get into sort of what's to come, let's check in. Mercury is now in Aquarius. Uh, If you follow us on Instagram, you probably may have seen my little rant I made on our stories about how, which by the way, our Instagram is at BLME of the stars. If you want to follow us, but you may have seen my rant about how ever since Mercury went into Aquarius, they suddenly realize everything that's wrong in the world. Kara, how has Mercury in Aquarius been for you? I mean, you already know, but I might as well share on here that I've been thinking a lot about friendships and I don't know, life. We just had like a really long, well, we as in Jade and I, before we started recording this, just had a whole long conversation about just life in general, I guess. And we were like, you know, that's just really on brand for us to be focusing on, I don't know, our social lives and kind of like reflecting on our friendships and the things that we do for fun and who we like to spend time with and things like that. Yeah, it has been interesting. I feel like I can see everything clearly, but not for long. (laughs) Uh, Other things, well, in case you're like, I have no idea what on earth Mercury and Aquarius means, you can definitely check in with last week's episode where we talk more about it. You're going to want to get familiar with that energy before the retrograde comes and hits. But before we, you know, really dive deep This is your PSA. Mercury in Aquarius has brought us technological innovations. And with that being said, you can now leave ratings on the podcast. Spotify has slowly been rolling out podcast ratings. So if you have that update and would like to leave us a rating, it really, 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 really helps us out a lot. So that would be much appreciated. And in the spirit of you know, Mercury and Aquarius and social media, you can always feel free to share the podcast on social media. We love to see when you guys are listening, what you're saying about it, because we literally have no idea what on earth anyone thinks about the podcast. And the only way we know is when people tag us in things or DM us or post or whatever. So that would be appreciated. But you don't have to do anything that I just mentioned. That is optional. That is at your you know, discretion to, to do that. I don't even know if that's the right word, but yeah, I think that's what is. I mean. We would appreciate it a lot. Also, go follow us on Instagram if you didn't already. And if you're new, welcome. Yes. Hi, hi. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Well, without further ado, let's discuss Mercury retrograde. So Mercury goes, Mercury, first of all, planet of communication, right? Retrograde means it's going to go backwards in the sign of Aquarius. This happens on January 14th at 6.41 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you couldn't tell by my little rambling, the fact that I'm having a hard time getting my words out today, that is to be blamed on Mercury retrograde. Whenever we experience Mercury retrogrades, we tend to sort of you know, experience a miscommunication, whether that's like saying the wrong thing or saying something on accident, sending the wrong email to the wrong person, forgetting to like change the name in an email. If you're just copying and pasting, I send a lot of emails. So of course, that's what I'm thinking about. You know, sending the wrong email to the wrong person, sending the wrong text to the wrong person just jumbling, saying something on accident, a lot of different miscommunications, or someone just clearly not getting the point. That is kind of what goes down with Mercury retrograde. Yeah, honestly, now that we're recording this, I just realized that I did this the other day where, you know, we have a group chat like for, I guess, like my class like at school and one of our professors is like in the group chat and I'm just mentioning that because you know people were talking like they do and I tried to send a text in you know one of the side like break off group chats and I accidentally you know put it in the one with our teacher and I like texted them and I was like oh my gosh like I can't believe I just did that whatever and then they were like no Kara like it's literally fine like no one's gonna know that you like meant to send that to us and it ended up being okay but you know when Mercury's retrograde it's very common for like miscommunication and things like that to happen so it's really important that you like double check things like before you send it make sure you look at you know who you're sending your texts to so you're not sending it you know to the wrong person and yeah it's just better to be safe than sorry with that being said, also technology mishaps might occur. Uh, this is a big fat PSA. I would like everyone to learn from my dumb self. Do not spill any drinks on your MacBook. I spent $1,400 to repair my brand new MacBook recently. And this was already a $2,500 computer. So you do the math, be smart, do not spill anything on your technology. I'm bringing this up because not only did I just do that, and I know now to share this information, but I can say that Things tend to go wrong on the technology side of things, specifically because this retrograde is in Aquarius, which deals with technology. So you can expect maybe forgetting your phone charger or, for example, something goes wrong with your computer, a file gets deleted, or, you know, you lose your AirPods, like things along those lines, things that deal with technology as a whole. So we always say too, before January 14th, it's so important that you back up your devices. So that way you don't lose anything in the event that something does go wrong. Yeah. 
like just do it even if you think that like you know you don't need to like I said better to be safe than sorry just go ahead back up everything I don't know buy a hard drive just you want to make sure that everything is like really um, I don't know secure because you really don't know what's going to happen especially because you know Mercury retrogrades in Aquarius which deals with technology it's just really important that you do what you can to like Make sure that you have everything in order. Obviously, things happen in life that are like outside of our control. It's just, I don't know, a way to prepare. And it's not supposed to like stress you out. It's just supposed to be something that like, oh, you could do and help you make you feel better. And then hopefully you don't run into any of those other types of like issues later on. Other types of issues you might experience could be on the social media front. So... Fun fact, in case anyone didn't know, I got a job. I think I might have mentioned it, but I work in tech and I'm like, the cloud might go down again. So expect the cloud to go down. <laughs> but also similarly, you can expect like random like Instagram not working or something like that or just weird things happening on the social media front. Maybe if you have like a Finsta, you accidentally post on your real Insta. Oh no. I don't That's know. Scary. It's hard to predict with social media, but I can just assume that there will be some type of social media issue of some sort. So I think the last time we talked about this Mercury retrograde I was saying like, oh, another thing, like you can get like your car checked, like if your check engine light is on and my check engine light was on at that point in time. And I did end up getting it fixed. Unfortunately, I will be needing a new car eventually. And, you know, that's that's a whole other situation. But again, another PSA that if there's anything going on with your car, you know, if your car's like mine and your like tire sensors are like all, I don't know, this makes stuff up and they always say you're running out of air, might be a good time to check it just in case just to be safe you don't know I don't know if that's like a common occurrence so sorry if like no one can relate to that I just I don't know it's a common thing maybe it's just a me thing where like the sensors and every car I've ever owned have just been like so so whack but moral of the story is if there's something going on with your car now would be the time to like fix it hopefully before you know January 14th when it is retrograde because that's another thing that sometimes will like come up outside of you know the classic miscommunication things you could also expect as we were talking about to kind of start to reevaluate literally everything this could include reevaluating you know what groups you want to belong to this is what me and Kara mm -hmm. were talking about on the phone for like literally an hour about before if you listened to last week's episode then you would know that like friendship is kind of really heavily on the mind for a lot of people and me and Kara were just saying, like, it's kind of hard to make new friends when it's still kind of a pandemic and things are still online. And it's like hard to find, you know, group activities to do these days because, you know, for a really long time you couldn't. And I was saying like, yeah, I had these big plans to, you know, like start taking like tango classes, for example, and like maybe take a pottery class or just like do things where I can meet new people, join new groups, get new hobbies and just connect with people who have common interests with me. But in case you did not know, things are kind of a little bit semi shut down. People are having to do masks indoors. Things are events are getting canceled. I was supposed to be actually away this week. But that did not happen. I was supposed to be at a academic conference, which would have been a great group to meet new people in. 
Regardless, you might be thinking a lot about like, okay, in that post-pandemic world, what type of groups do I want to participate in? What type of networks, organizations do I want to join? Like, are the people that I am associating with the type of people I still want to associate with? There could be some friendship breakups that occur or some arguments in the friend group or some realizations maybe. And I want to mention too, because I didn't talk about this last week, but like you could have positive realizations like, wow, I've taken my friends for granted and they're like the best people in the world or similarly or differently, I guess it could be like, wow, my friends are the worst and like they need to go. Regardless, there could be some serious realizations about the friendships that you have in your life uh, as a whole, among other things. I know. I'm like, speaking of things like getting canceled, I guess my first two weeks of class have officially been like moved online, like virtually, which low key, I I don't know. I saw that a lot of other colleges were doing things like that. I don't know already. So I expected it a little bit. But yeah, it's definitely very weird to like I don't know, try to like meet people because on one hand, like going in person, like is good because then you get to see people. But at the same time, like I don't want that situation where it's like you're just friends with people because you're seeing them. Like, I don't know. I really do have Venus, like Venus Neptune things in my chart and maybe it's about to like come out. But like, I really want more than that, like from a friendship. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be genuine. Is that like too much to ask for? Like, I don't know. But if you're, I don't know, thinking about the things that you do want in terms of like your friendships and the people that you socialize with and things like that, it's going to be a very big theme during the Mercury retrograde. So if you're kind of questioning things or kind of trying to figure out, I don't know, what's going on there that, you know, just very on brand, I guess, for the things that are happening. Plus, Venus is still retrograde. So yeah, there's a lot going on. And the last thing I want to touch on, too, is how me and Kara have been down in the dumps about the pandemic. You might also be that way, too, because, like I said, there might be some realizations that you might have about society, you know, things that you might have forgotten about and had previously been sad about in the past might come back in like a worldview type of way. Like, for example, I forgot how high the cost of living is and I randomly remembered it and was very upset about it for a whole day. Like that is very much like remembering a societal flaw that made me upset in the past and now it has come back. You might like wake up one day and just be like, why is health insurance so expensive? You might wake up and be like, why are we still in a pandemic? You might wake up and be like, you know what? I hate working from home. Like, this is awful. You might wake up and be like, why don't we have better public transportation? Like, why don't we have, you know, like a high speed rail? Like random things that you might have been upset about in the past regarding society now might come back and revisit you and you might randomly think about it yeah especially because Aquarius deals with like humanitarian causes and things that deal with like large groups of people so if you're questioning like societal things that's going to be another like I don't know big part I guess of the retrograde the last thing I have to mention is that Mercury does retrograde a little bit into Capricorn it kind of like dips its toes in there for like a week that happens on January 25th, where Mercury will retrograde into Capricorn. 
to be honest, we'll talk about that later because we got to, you know, just deal with the Aquarius one first personally. Then we'll talk more about that one little like week that Mercury retrogrades into Capricorn because like I said, it's literally only like I think a few days that it it's happening. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but just wanted to mention <laughs> to it. To be continued. Just wanted to let you know that that's uh, coming up. Two days after Mercury makes its little retrograde in Aquarius, we have another noteworthy aspect that was worth talking about. What are aspects, you may ask? Aspects are when the planets are interacting with one another and they create interesting dynamics. On January 16th at 9.50 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the sun, which deals with our identity, our you know ego, forms a conjunction to Pluto which is all about our transformations in life in the sign of Capricorn. I wanted to mention this because this is kind of like a huge day for sort of recognizing sort of what we need to do in order to one heal. Like if there's things we still need to let go of, if there's ways we can transform and evolve and grow as people, we might be recognizing that getting slapped in the face We've got, like I said, Mercury retrograde, Venus is retrograde, already some pretty reflective energies. And now with the sun conjunct Pluto, this is like waking up and being like, wow, I have so much more to accomplish and so much more to grow. And I know now what I need to do in order to transform. I know what I need to, you know, maybe let go of in order to become the next version of myself. And also too, the full moon is a day after this. So that like releasing energy is kind of building up that feeling of like, I need to no longer be the person I once was. I need to be somebody new, you know? Yeah, I really hope that this ends up being like a very empowering I guess time just because there's been such a big focus on you know the Capricorn part of our chart a lot of reflecting and the sun you know represents us like who we are and because it's conjunct Pluto and those energies are just like adding together it's kind of just like I don't know to me it's a it's like a chance or like an opportunity I guess to just like almost I don't know sounds cheesy but to like believe in yourself and do the things that you just like need to do just because you have to because it's something that you care about because it's something that you want to do because you're passionate about it like I don't really know you know how it's gonna like manifest in your life obviously it's very different from person to person but you know it's a it's a time where there's almost like some like hope or like progress or you know it doesn't need to be dramatic but not gonna lie sometimes Pluto can bring up you know some intense things and it can be you know dramatic as in like let me just give you an example I feel like that's the best way to describe it because before this Jade and I were talking about you know, life and how things are hard and whatever. And then I was like, you know what, maybe I just need to like wake up at 5am and like time block my whole day just so that I can do everything that I want to do. Like moments like that where you're kind of like, okay, there's all of these things going on that, you know, aren't in my control because Pluto does deal a little bit with control. Like there's all these things going on that like I can't do anything about, but I can do something about this one part of my life. So I'm going to like, I don't know, take advantage of that and like use that as some type of like motivation or outlet or I don't know, a way to like de-stress just to like 
I don't know, do things that just like make you happy and make you feel good, essentially. Yeah, it's also kind of like recognizing like what you are capable of in a weird way, at least for me personally. Like this feels very much just like, as Kara was saying, like I have like the power to wake up at five in the morning and accomplish my day. Like this is recognizing what you are capable of doing. You know, like this is realizing that you are strong, that you could do what you got to do. Yeah. Sometimes our brains will like make up stories or like tell us lies like you're not good enough. You can't do it. Shout out to the untethered soul. (laughs) For me, that book like changed my life in terms of like how I, I don't know, related to myself and like thought about things because everyone has that like little voice in their head. And I think it might be a chapter or two that's like talking about that in that book. So if you're interested, go ahead and read it. But anyways, there's a lot of things that like we can tell ourselves that's just like not true and just like doesn't serve us. So I feel like this is a good time to kind of like let that go too. Yeah. On a similar note, another good book recommendation is actually called Unfuck Yourself. (laughs) I personally liked that book because while I knew that I was capable of doing things and there was so many things in my life that I wanted to change. I just never took the action to do it. Like that book made me realize, and if you're listening to this too, and if you're someone who's always like, oh, like I just wish that like I was like more fit. Like, oh, I just wish that like I was more into skincare. I don't know. Like you have these things that you kind of want for yourself. Like, oh, like I I just want to get like a cat one day. Like I want to do this. I want to be able to do that. But then like you don't actually do it or like take the steps to do it. Like this might be a time where you realize like I can make this happen and I will take the steps to get there. Like this is like if I want to, you know, be more active, I have to get up and be active. And recognizing that you are fully capable of getting up and accomplishing what you need to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, too, because I feel like both Capricorn and Pluto, and obviously Pluto's in Capricorn, gives off that, like, very serious, like, I'm going to follow through with what I say I'm going to do types of vibes, too, which is probably, like... I don't know, a good thing in a way if you are, I don't know, having some realization and wanting to like start something new or just change things up in your life or make like a big change, like that energy too will be like really helpful, I guess, in terms of like getting it started and then hopefully like making it be a thing like long term or, you know, for as long as it serves you at least until you have to change it up and try something else. So important to know that the next two things I'm about to talk about technically happen next week. But also next week is Aquarius season, and I did not want to take away the spotlight from Aquarius (laughs) placements. My Aquarians, I was not trying to rob you of your moment by talking about other things that happened during your week. But also, too, I figured it might be nice to know this in advance. So just know that the next two things that I'm talking about are next week, but you're getting the week's in advance notice. So... Let's begin. On January 17th at 6.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we experience the full moon in Cancer. Now, full moons are typically a time of releasing and letting go. The moon is at home in Cancer and Cancerian energy 
on the moon in general, deals with our emotions, our feelings. And during this full moon in Cancer, we kind of release any pent-up emotions we might be experiencing. Now, I have mentioned this before, you know, the full moon is when, you know, the moon is opposite the sun. I live on this axis of the Capricorn Cancer axis, so whenever there is a full moon in Cancer, I have a lot of personal experience with this type of situation. A lot of times we sort of feel guilty for having feelings. We maybe sort of tell ourselves that our feelings aren't productive or they're a waste of time or that they don't matter or that our feelings are too much. This is kind of that opportunity to sort of be like, I need to feel my feelings in order to move forward and be productive rather than suppress them. This is letting go of all of that you know, judgment around emotions and allowing ourselves to experience feelings fully. This is also a really strong time to sort of listen to like our intuition, listen to how we're feeling, what our gut is telling us. Like we are in the middle of Capricorn season, which is all about doing the practical thing. And sometimes our intuition doesn't always align with the practical thing. Sometimes our gut feeling is saying like, hey, even though this theoretically is going to work, you kind of know deep down it might not. This is a time of, you know, recognizing that little voice in your head, that gut feeling that's saying like, hey, maybe this isn't the thing or maybe this is the thing, whatever it might be. Allowing that feeling to be valid and heard and recognized and acknowledged. Yeah, I feel like full moons are always very emotional. And usually it's like I can't sleep when the full moon's happening. Some people like can relate to that. I know that that's like kind of common, but other people might not really like notice a difference. But I really feel like the energy like heavy leading up to the full moon and I'll get very like restless and my sleep will just like be not happening. And since I'm saying that now, hopefully by the time next week comes around and we're actually going through this, I can make sure that I like do something to like relax myself so I can go to bed and not mess up my sleep schedule. But anyways, don't be surprised if your emotions are like running high. We know that, you know, cancer is a water sign and there's all those stereotypes. But like this is something that happens whenever there's a full moon. And just because, you know, the moon really enjoys being in cancer, I just feel like it's so important just to let yourself feel your feelings, just to like notice them, to accept them, to honor them, whatever that like, you know, means to you. I feel like sometimes we can see, well, actually, this is probably just my Virgo moon that sees it this way. But like, I see my emotions almost as like problems that need to be fixed. Like if I'm sad, like I need to do something about it. So I'm not sad anymore or whatever. But it's really important to just like let yourself, you know, feel the feels and then I don't know, process them how you need to and then move on. So that's something that I will kind of like be keeping in mind when the full moon happens. Another thing I want to mention with the full moon in Cancer is that Okay, well, let me backtrack. Capricorn energy does not ever like to be taken care of. It doesn't like, not that it doesn't like it, but it feels guilty. It feels absolutely so guilty for people doing anything for them because Capricorn energy tends to do things 
by themselves. And also, too, it does Capricorn energy does things for other people, usually because people are asking. Similarly, cancer energy, cancer energy loves to take care of others because it feels good being needed. Think of Ariana Grande, needy, you know, feeling needed makes cancer energy feel happy. But similarly, you know, relying on others and being taken care of by others feels good. And I think that this full moon is a good check-in to realize, are you taking care of others too much? Are you doing everything for everyone all the time? Do you let others do things for you? Do you care for yourself? Do you nurture yourself? Does all the love and attention you give to others also ever get returned to you? One, by you. Two, by the other people in your life. These are some things we might be thinking about at this time. So for example, you know, maybe you feel as though, like I said, you're doing so much for everyone, but you never, ever take time to do things for yourself. This might be a day where you really sit with yourself and think about all of your emotional needs and how you personally can meet them. But similarly, you might notice that you're giving so much to others and they do not give to you. You can look and figure out what do I need in order to feel taken care of and like are others giving back to me in that same way? Something I just wanted to mention because it's something I've been thinking a lot about. Oh, another thing too that I just remembered is Cancer Energy really loves to take care of their home. So I also would not be surprised if you have some sort of realization about your living situation, whether that is your physical home, what you believe to be home is, how you can feel more at home, what does home mean to you. There could also be some sort of realizations about that. Maybe you need to move. (laughs) Maybe you really love where you live. Maybe your room does not fit your energy. The people you're living with don't fit your energy. What you want in your home life is not in alignment with where you're at now. Those things might also come up. Just wanted to mention that as like a random little thing that is also kind of associated with this in a weird way. Now, This full moon is going to be a little emotionally intense because that Sun-Pluto conjunction that we just talked about where we're recognizing our power and recognizing what we need to let go of in order to become, you know, the more empowered version of ourselves and how we still need to heal and transform to grow All of that stuff I just mentioned is opposite the moon in Cancer. So with that being said, you know, oppositions create this push-pull dynamic. The moon is our feelings. The moon is opposite this Sun-Pluto conjunction 
this could mean that all of those wonderful things you are realizing about emotionally feel extremely uncomfortable, make you feel a really strong certain type of way. Maybe you cry. I probably will, to be honest. Maybe you do too. I think of this as like, you know, I think of this as like the hard breakup, right? Like this is like that hard, you know, like, you break up with someone. This has nothing to do with relationships, but this is just the analogy. So bear with me. Please do not think that this is like a breakup full moon. This is just an example that I think relates. If you experience a hard breakup and it's like, I know that I need to let go of this person in order to become the best version of myself because our goals are no longer in alignment and I need to you know, do what I need to do to become empowered and to heal from toxic relationships or whatever. And it is a good thing. You are recognizing your power. You're recognizing your worth. But at the same time, you are extremely upset about it because that comfortable relationship you were in is now no longer. That is kind of this energy. Now, it might not be a relationship. It could be literally anything. It could be realizing that you have to, you know, like move to another state in order to become who you need to be or realizing that in order to level up to the next chapter in your life you have to like let go of old habits that once were so familiar to you and it's uncomfortable and it's scary but it's a good thing this could mean like I have to feel my wounds in order to move forward. And maybe you've suppressed your emotions for so long. And now you're like, wow, I cannot suppress these feelings anymore. I have to experience them in order to move forward. Things that might be really, really uncomfortable, but you're experiencing them for good reason. That's kind of what this is about in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, very like healing vibes and I feel like I always say this but journaling is a very I don't know good way at least for some people to like get some of the things out so whether that's like emotions or just thoughts and things that are on your mind if you want to like write them down that could be another way to release it I know that some people like to release things through like physical activity like going to the gym or going for a walk but like, you know what I mean? Like some people like to do it physically. Other people like to like write or maybe you want to talk to someone, you know, vent to someone that you're close to, whatever you need to do to kind of like get it out there and to like not hold on to it anymore is what you should like focus on. I know a lot of people do like, what is it? Like full moon, like baths and things like that. Something about like a full moon and a water sign just gives me that type of vibe. I know that there's like shower meditations too if you like don't have a bath, but you want to do something similar. So yeah, those are just some like other ideas. Yeah. I also want to mention because I have been experiencing what I just talked about, the, you know, recognizing my power and needing to move forward and it has released a lot of feelings that also a great option is ranting to your voice memos because sometimes people don't want to hear everything you need to complain about, but it feels good to complain about it. So you could always rant to your voice memos because you're still getting it out in a way. 
just wanted to mention. I have been a big fan of that lately. I'll start complaining to thin air and record it, and then I'm done, and it's over. I feel great. So anyways, I do want to mention, though, that there is like a little bit of glimmer of hope. The moon is trying Neptune, so there is kind of this optimism that like, hey, things are going to get better. There is, you know, some positivity to this. Like there is, you know, maybe some spiritual sense that like things will work out the way that they're meant to during this, you know, this full moon release. This is kind of like being like, hey, it's time. Let's tap into our higher self and be great. <laughs> yeah. Like using your spiritual beliefs, I guess, or your higher self or whatever it is that you believe in as a way to kind of like, I don't know, have hope and like get through or find some type of meaning, I guess, in the things that you are going through. I know that not everyone, I don't know, like is like that or is a fan of that, but did want to mention just because Neptune's there, but it also can just feel like a general like hopeful feeling or even like you might be like dreaming or like fantasizing about the things that you do want to do once you are able to like let go of everything because remember full moons are for releasing and like letting go but you can still be thinking about you know where you're headed next to which speaking of the following day january 18th at 10 26 a.m eastern time uranus the planet of the unexpected ends its retrograde in taurus and the thing i've got to say with this is expect the unexpected uranus stationing direct means that Changes are about to come on a societal level and a personal level. And normally we would just gloss over Uranus stationing direct saying like, okay, things are going to change again. Technology, innovation, the economy, blah, blah, blah. But Uranus is a key player in Aquarius season. So you might want to stick around for next week's episode where we talk all about Aquarius season and all of the ways that this rebellious, rambunctious, little, not-so-little planet is going to shake things up and cause a little, a little trouble. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned, I guess, or check in with us next week because that's when we'll go into, like, all the details. And like Jade said, Uranus is really a key player. What is it? An MVP, yeah. <laughs> a VIP, I guess, in Aquarius season. So expect the unexpected. That is it for this week's episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast per huge we hope that you found all this information to be helpful useful relevant incredible amazing i don't even know other adjectives to stay in the loop with us as things come aquarius season's coming we're going to be guiding your life through the stars you're going to want to make sure to follow us on instagram at blme the stars it's the same on twitter at blme the stars but we're definitely a little bit more active on instagram these days we have a tiktok as well blme the stars pod don't forget rating if you can that is all for now and we'll see you all next monday bye